Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, what are the secrets to a good garden party? And is it okay to make an exception for dry January? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen? No, we're not, Jordan North. I'm more Master Chef. You are more Little Chef. <laughs> I've not been to a Little Chef in yet. Are these still a thing? I don't know. Well, thank you to lovely Tom, who lives next door to me, uh, for writing oh, that one. Yes. I will be speaking to... Um, <laughs> lovely Tom. Lovely Tom, when I when I next see him. Um, do they still have Master Chefs? Master Chefs, yes, it's on, on television. No, You're probably Little on it Chefs, next year. sorry. Little Chefs, I don't know. Yeah, do you remember when Heston Blumeltine, whatever he's called, <laughs> what's he called? <laughs> Do you remember when he went in and like did him up a bit and put like changed the menu and it was all posh and a la carte and oh. yeah it was on Channel Four years ago about ten years ago. It's probably why they're not around now. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, shall we have a toast? Well, we will have a toast, but you are still doing dry January up until Sunday, half dry Jan, moist okay. Jan, moist Jan. Jan, right? Yeah. So we've only got one glass. Does that so mean you, it's just me drinking? Yeah, you put yourself a drink. Go on, I'll, I'll put you a drink. You, but you make me a drink. I'll make you a oh, drink. Um, just, we've only got one glass. I'm, you, my, my foot, go, sorry, go on. You broke Ben's glass last week. Those little Petri dishes slash ramic. Oh my good lord. Can't, yeah, but I'm not drinking for two. Oh, William's ass. Yeah, you broke Ben. No, more to buy than that. Jesus. No, because you've put in a lot of gin, so thus it needs... Thank you. That down, you know. um, my first, who are we toasting to? I would like to toast to one of our G&Divas, Ross. Ross. Uh, and let's toast to Ross and then I'll explain why. Okay. Ross. To Ross. We're going to toast to Ross because we are, and we're going to 
toast more gene divas as we go yeah. as we go forward. Um, this is a little bit of correspondence that Ross wrote to us. He is the manager of the Bull Inn in Limpsfield. Good pub. Do we know where Limpsfield is? Yeah, just outside. You know, just near there. <laughs> Great pub. Um, unfortunately, Ross writes, we have had to close for a couple of weeks due to an outbreak of COVID amongst the staff. Oh. However, I have started binging your podcast and am already on series four. I have introduced G&D to the other management staff and we are going to put it on our drinks menu. Oh, wow. Thank you for introducing me to this wonderful drink, which, by the way, gets you absolutely hammered. We hadn't noticed. Because you shit first. Um, um, so thank you, Ross. This cheers, is this Ross. one's for you and all your uh, patrons of the Bull Inn in Limpsfield. If you're ever looking for a gin and the bonnet when you're out and about, it is often known in cocktail bars and and restaurants as the Queen Mother, isn't it? Yeah, it's known you... as the Queen Mother. Yeah, um, they call it different things: Queen Mother yeah. cocktail. Well, they might they might have de bonnet. It may not be on the menu, but if you look, but I always scan the bar. Yeah, they usually got it in, haven't they? What else do you have to bonnet with? You can have it with champagne. I think that's called a. I want to say it's called a de Bonnet Royale. Oh, that'll get you that'll get you freaking yeah. shit-faced, won't it? And actually, we should say that since we last um, sort of talked about de Bonnet properly, um, they've been given a royal warrant that's going to appear on bottles at some point this year. Really? Finally. I mean, we've said it that the Queen and the Queen Mother before her, it was her favouring. Now that the royal household have finally acknowledged it, uh, and are, that it's going to have a royal warrant. I don't quite know where it's going to go. Maybe they'll do a bottle redesign. No, I hope not. Because like where would you stick a royal warrant on that? You can't stick side. it on the cat. No, you don't put a royal crest on the side of a bottle. Do you not? No, you have it on the front. We have it on both sides. You won't get that. Mm. Well, we'll wait and see. My first drink will be on Sunday. That means I've done two weeks without a drop. Uh, because on Sunday, I'm coming round to your house for a candlelight supper with your two friends. Yes. And, and Mikey. And Mikey. Yes. Yep. And what, put in an appearance. Uh, so it's been the first time I've been around in ages, won't it, for dinner? Yeah, I can, well, yes. Now, are you actually coming, or are we having vaccine number 17? No, I'm, I'm coming. Tell us what's on the menu. So we're having some sort of soup to begin. I can't remember what. Chicken? Heinz? Uh, no, it's, it's from scratch. You're making it from scratch? There are courgettes in it. Okay. It's very healthy. Uh, then we're going to have my soft pork. Okay. Which I'm doing in the sous vide. A, a what? So this was my favourite Christmas present I received. A sous vide? A, do you not know what a sous vide is? I've never heard no. of a sous vide in so, my life. let me tell you about a sous vide. So when we went to Chicago, we went round to have dinner with our friends James and George, who live mm. in Chicago. And we're having a lovely tour of their beautiful apartment. James and George couple? Yes. Yeah. And the there was this thing in the kitchen, and I went, oh, what's that? And James said to me, do you not know what a sous vide is? Which is the sort of thing that, you know, the gays do, even though that they've had a sous vide for about five minutes. But, you know, they said, so I'm now enjoying saying to people, do you not know what a sous vide is? So what the bloody hell is a sous vide so on eggshells here? Sous vide. You can, you can do eggs in a sous vide. Well, is she our next door neighbour, sous vide? <laughs> sure I do. One of my mum's mates. She went to Slimming World with sous vide. So sous. <laughs> a sous vide is French for under vacuum. So basically, it's a it's a big water bath, as Mikey calls it. It's a slow cooker for snobs, but it's a it's a bath full of water. It's a slow cooker with a unit that goes in that basically regulates and heats the water to an exact temperature, and you cook your meat, pork in this instance for for our dinner, 
at that temperature and you can cook it for like five hours four hours and it'll be exactly right so it's excellent for entertaining because you can sort of just do it and leave it and forget about it and the quality the texture of the meat oh you can really notice the difference really 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 i was a bit like mm, yeah whatever and then actually yes you can particularly good for steak and larger sort of joints of meat so we're having sous vide pork what's what we're having sides is that uh, we're not. I don't call them. We're not a bloody restaurant. Oh. I don't call it sides. What, what, what the accompaniment vegetables. <laughs> we are having camembert and dill potatoes. Oh, that sounds nice. Thank you. Uh, and probably just a little bit of lettuce, you know, salad yeah. thing. Yeah, just to nod to health. And then Mikey is doing his uh, salted chocolate tart. Is he? Yes. It's a dab and is Mikey builder edits this podcast. Yeah. And. And then we'll probably then finish with some petit four and hand-thrown after-dinner mints. Oh, OK. Mm. Are, are we having cheese and crackers like last time? Uh, you, uh, well, you see we've got the camembert and the potatoes. Yeah. So do you want more cheese? Do you cheese? remember last time you said I cut the nose off? You did cut the nose off, yeah. You cut your nose off. Never heard of that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It'll be nice. It'll be very nice. Do you want a nice wine to go with it? I'll well, have... yes, because I, I, I don't, I've never cook, cooked or served pork tenderloin before. I did a trial run earlier on in the week, mm-hmm. but we didn't have any wine. So I don't really know, even know what sort of wine to serve. So I thought maybe on your wine app that you so proudly boasted about last week, you could tell me what wine to serve with pork sure. tenderloin. No thing. We'll just find Vivino. Vivino. Right she and my mum's mate. They're just <laughs> slimming world with the, the thing with sous vide is when I heard about sous vide, I think I genuinely actually said in the kitchen in Chicago, I was at school with her <laughs> because I have become you. Okay, so we'll go on my app. Pairing. We're having a bit of pork. Tenderloin. Right, just how, pork. what's your... Uh, we've got Gentle Giant, South African, Hot Espoir. Hang on, what? Can I see this, please? Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. Uh, the app's called Vivino. V-I-V-I-N-O. Our, our G&D Vakisha has asked what this app is called. So we, you can do price range. You can do uh, most popular. Let's do most popular. Oh, here we go. Fifteen ninety nine. di Abruzzo. Italian. Great value wine. Cherry, blackberry and hints of spice on the palate. Right. This is very underrated. These are all good for pork. Lunaria, Costa di Mor Monte. Yeah, it's really it's, just the language of love, Italian, isn't it? Uh, they're all Italian. These. Oh, there's a French one, Louis Jadot, Belgian villagers combo <laughs> ox jacks. Can I just apologise? You, you can have a look there. <laughs> to, to I can send you some of these, but please oh, do. Can it, I? Can I look? Yeah, and it'll tell you like where to get them from and stuff. It's a great app, and you can scan pictures of your can wine if you if you're in a restaurant and you like if you like wine. Oh, okay. what have you got there? How did you do that? I clicked on pairing. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. It's a different one. But I clicked on pork. Did you go back? How did you do that? How was the food come up? Because you click on pairing. I think you're on that. Yeah, you go on red. Oh. All right, go to... Do I know more you about d- your wine app yeah, than you? Yeah, how did you do that? That's class. <laughs> right, for you. Search. Pairing. Pairing. Oh. Oh, wow. Cheese and pork. Here we go. Don't go, here you go. I just told you about oh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go. I can send you them. Send me those, please. Thank you. What about Chateau de la Chaise? Didn't we stay there when we at Tati's wedding? <laughs> we were not in a chateau. We were in a gite. Oh. It's quite the difference. Also, this week, I, I was kind of thinking that the dinner that I'm being invited to on Sunday. Mm. Also, who who has a dinner at Sunday? You said this last, last week. What is wrong with that? We want to get pissed. 
want to come around. It's the day of drink. I want to come around at four or five. Get on it. Also, you're you are obsessed with what the people are drinking because you have said to me three times now in the last two weeks. Are we drinking when we come round? Like, well, yes, we will have I'm, a drink. I'm looking forward to it. And then you told me that you're going to drink before you come round. Oh, hi. So please don't arrive. You, I've got to loosen up. And after you're not. <laughs> You'll be loosened up by the time you leave. Um, we need to talk about something that happened this week, don't we? Well, yes. I mean, there I go. I go out for a nice dinner with my friend Tom. Not lovely Tom. I have lots of friends called Tom, and one of them. And, you know, I thought we'd go somewhere quite exclusive. It was a private members club. You know, they don't let anyone in. And we're waiting to be shown to our table. And I just hear to my left, Oh, William! <laughs> Well, turns out they do let anyone in. It wasn't a private members club. Well, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a member there. No. But, oh, don't, I'm going to, like... So I look, anyway... What are the odds? London is a massive, huge place. And the, what are the odds of me and you bumping into each other at the same restaurant? I know. So anyway, there was, go, go over to this table for four and have a chat to all your friends. It was, you know, very nice. Um, but yeah, you were there. Yeah. But when you first walked in, yeah. I seen you, and I was like, oh, God, that's that's, Will- that's William. And he was with another man. Yes. And I thought, oh, God, is he having an affair? Like, has he gone out for dinner with another man? I mean, how I thick... Going, if I were having an affair, do you think I would really actually just go out publicly? Well, if you're having an affair, you'd do it in a private members' club, where you wouldn't be seen. Thank you. They've also got hotels. So why were there. you in a private members' club? Because I got invited. Right. And I, my, now you're going to make me sound like a... Anyway, can I, I was not having an affair. I was with the vicar. Okay, I was like, I was so not having an affair. I was with Tom the vicar, or rector he is now. What's but Tom the vicar is marrying William. Oh, he's blessing Yeah, him, not in the way that Jordan thought Tom the vicar was marrying No, me. so I was like, oh, God, he's, that's not my kid. What's he doing with another man in a fancy restaurant? Well, anyway, so anyway, we had a nice little chat, and then I very pointedly said, turned to the waiter and said, I need a table as far away as possible from this table. You did say that. Table. You did say, were you meant to be eating in there? I could see the table for two that they were clearly going to put us on. Uh, I thought, you don't want that. Yeah. We spend enough time with each other. Yeah, So, did, but we did you go in the other bit? Well, yes, uh, in the other room, in the lesser room. Yeah, because that room was... Not, what did you get? What did you order? Uh, we both had the chicken pieard. Oh, did you? Yeah. I had the soup and the salad. The soup and the salad. Yeah, it's like a cob salad. Oh, that changed. Nice. No, it's fine. It was a Saturday night. It was a Saturday afternoon. Do you go there? It was not an after... Well, oh yes, it was actually, because we were pre-theatre. Do I go there? No, I don't go there often. Well, OK, you don't go there that often. Where were you... What did you do last night? What have you been up to? <laughs> oh, for fuck. Uh, were you at a similar private members club? I was at Cirque du Soleil, whatever. How, I can't pronounce it. Cirque. Cirque. De. De. Soleil. Cirque du Soleil. Now say it all together. Cirque du Soleil. Good. I went to watch Cirque du Soleil last night. It was it was nice. I've always wanted to go because they're always advertising it in London. And if you ever get a chance to come down here or you live down here, definitely go and see it because they do they do a few months at the Albert Hall, don't they? So, and it's like a circus. Yeah, it is. It's it's like a circus. It's great. Mm. Nice. And what was your favourite act? Um, I like the jugglers, mm-hmm. and I like the guys that jump through hoops. Right. And then a guy came on with a whistle. That was quite funny. The referee. No, he wasn't. I don't want to give it away. But yeah, it was... It was. Um... A guy came on... Sorry. So you pay and all there's... that money to go to Cirque du Soleil and a guy comes on with a whistle. And there's water and stuff. It was great. There was a leak. No, no, no. Water. It's great. It's really good. They do it. Maybe a... for our tour, we should come on with a whistle. Mm, they, they actually come down from the ceiling, which oh. I'm not doing. 
No, you can't. You're scared of heights. Yeah. Can't have you. But it was good. Have you seen it before? No, I haven't. You... I'm not massive about circuses. It's not really a... It's a fancy circus. No, I know, but I don't... I don't know. It just doesn't do anything for me. There was this guy on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, he could, like, flip his body in really weird shapes and people were, like, gasping in the audience. I think I know him. He's... <laughs> He's like gets his leg over his head and then one back. He literally bent over backwards, literally. I've never seen anything like it. But yeah, it's good. It's really good. Okay, well I'll put it on my list. Yeah, I did a little update for you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, what the day after I saw you in the restaurant, what show do you think I went and saw? You went to see Mary Poppins. I did, and I went with my colleague Micah's. Well, my colleague Micah, but also her daughter, who's five. Oh. Now. You know the bit at the end. We won't ruin it for people. Yeah. 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 So, Valentina, lovely, five-year-old girl, waving. I mean, I was crying anyway, but then this five-year-old girl waving. Did you cry? I was really gone. It was so sweet. I don't don't want to take it away from you, and that sounds really sweet, but No, just be really careful what you say. Are you not bored of seeing the same show? No. Every week? Because I always notice something different. There is so much going on on that stage. Is it... How 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 many times have you been now? That was my thirtieth time. Thirtieth time. Also, can I shout out to the G and Divas who were also went that day and came up to me again, as basically happens every time I go, and they go, oh, "You are here!" And apparently, of course he is. They were sitting a few rows behind me, and they literally, you know, when Zizi comes on at the end, obviously I'm straight up to uh, give a standing ovation. They were not surprised that I was straight up. Did we mention that Zizi came to see us on our tour? I think we have mentioned yeah. it. Yeah, she's so lovely. Isn't she is she? lovely. I know. Yeah. And so lovely not to have taken out that restraining order. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm, sh- I'm only a matter of time before someone requests one for me. I've just been told she started a cameo account. You should do cameo. I do, thank you. Oh, do you? And I do them for charity. Oh. So I make a point. All profits go to charity. Oh, okay. For uh, Colitis and Crohn's UK. Maybe. Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the nice way to do it. If anyone would like a little video and help raise money for charity. Also, it's quite emotional today, as the day of recording, because my parents have left the house. They've sold the family house. Yeah. They've moved out today. Of your childhood home. Yep. Oh, God, I'd love to have been a fly on the wall in that house this week. Well, I wasn't there. Oh, the arguments. Oh, I don't think they had arguments. Oh, come off it. My parents don't argue. Ryan! Have you packed my silk dressing gown, darling? Have you packed all the champagne, darling? (laughs) Drink, darling. Well, hello to you, sir. To bloody removal men coming in. Um, it would anyway. be great to see that. Well, they've gone. Then, have you packed my cigarette holder, darling? I can't find anything in here, darling. Apparently, the, last night they did have to have like um, butter on toast because basically every, they, they realised everything was gone. Oh, did they not order a takeaway? Well, they don't, because they live in the middle of nowhere, so there's not a lot available. Couldn't they have drove out and got a takeaway? Well, possibly. possibly. Butter on toast. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, you would be happy with that. That's yeah. a meal in the north. I'm rewatching Downton Abbey at the moment. Yes, and like compared to some like they serve these really extravagant meals upstairs and then when it shows them eating downstairs it's just a load of bread and butter and like mm. broth and cheap yeah and uh stews and soups i'd be happy with that you'd be very happy oh i've said it before i'll say it. it's bread and butter if you had to do any role in a aristocratic household like downton like valet butler cook what would you be i think i'd be a good valet really yeah is this the clums- day to say that with that color combination you've got going on i'm a bit clumsy but yeah yeah Hurt my lord. 
Start combing his hair with clothes brush, <laughs> like in Monica. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to. I think yeah. Or I'd be a Mrs. Patmore, the cook. Yeah, my gum, I'm sweating cobs. I am. Yeah. Love Mrs. Pat. Go upstairs and serve everyone your corned beef hash. I just watched the episode, um, the scene with Anna, and it's not. Oh. It's off. Didn't that cause loads of controversy? Well, it did time? because you know Downton is generally a light, fluffy program yeah. that doesn't necessarily do those sort of issues. <sighs> it was awful. It ruined. I remember because this is the third time I'm watching it now, and I remembered. I went <gasps> mm. gas because I, I I remembered before what was coming. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. So you're going to be a valet. Yeah, what would you be? Uh, what would the butler? You'd be the oh yeah, you would. Yeah, it'd have to be the top of the tree. Carson, I said this last week, didn't I? Mm. I forgot. I didn't realise how camp he was. Well, that's why I'd be good. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my lord! <laughs> he just rolls his eyes at everything. Do you know I worked as an under butler for a very brief period of time? I do remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Tell everybody about this. Well, I can't go into massive detail, but uh, who was it for? Well, I can't go into massive detail. Was it for a prominent family? Yes. Was it? For I was um, a friend slash colleague of mine was actually the butler somewhere, and the under butler that they had permanently was on sabbatical, and they were told that they had some very important guests coming, uh, quite last minute, and thus they needed help. So I got a phone call saying, "Did I want to do it?" So for a couple of weeks, I went and was under butler. Did you live there? Yeah, because well, oh. it's in the middle of nowhere, so you, you can't commute. And how was that? It was really, and do you know what? Actually, talking of Downton Abbey, I had this is it was just after series one, before series two, mm. and I hadn't watched it the first time around when it was on TV. I had bought the DVD that ages me. I bought the DVD and was watching it when I went to bed at night, and I, it was amazing because I was sort of watching Downton Abbey at night in bed and then doing Downton Abbey in reality, IRL. going into the silver pantry, setting these beautiful tables. It was amazing. So, what would what was a job to do? Set the table? Did you polish the silver? All that sort of thing, yes. And I'll go into detail. Is it oh, yeah, I had, so we still had, need butlers and stuff? The, the Queen, fair enough, have a butler. So the I started on the Monday, and on the Wednesday we had two very important members of the royal family come for lunch. and Shut the front door, really? Yes, and I'll show you some photos afterwards, And the which I obviously didn't take. And the... I, I was in charge of setting the table, so I did a table for 30, which was very nice, uh, with, with the stick, you know, all nice. Uh, so that was nice, and then I served. We had to do dress rehearsals, obviously. We weren't actually dressed. I mean, I say that we weren't naked, but, you know, we were just in sort of regular clothes. We weren't in our suits. In this day and age? Well, it's 2011. It was great fun, and then organising things and putting things away, and there were other duties then afterwards, after the lunch. Oh. And beyond. It it was it was excellent fun. I mean it was an amazing opportunity. Did you not want to go into life in service? I've I've toyed about it. And yeah, I have to I have toyed about it and as, particularly at sixteen, just before I got my GCSE results, because and I know this will come as a shock to you, I think I've talked about it before. I wasn't naturally very academic. I was quite good at English. But other than that, I, I was sort of very average student. Same. And I wasn't convinced that I was going to get any GCSEs. I actually did quite well at my GCSEs to, to progress to A-level. So I, I thought, well, I'll, I'll go and become a butler. I hadn't started teaching etiquette at this point. It was only a couple of months before that happened. Um, but I was interested in it. Um, so I did want to become a butler. Did you eye in a newspaper? <laughs> no, we don't know. I mean, people do still do that. But no, I did not do that. Well... Would you like me to come around and iron your newspaper? You're basically a skivvy, aren't you, in a suit? You're not a skivvy in a suit. That's what a butler is. No, isn't because it? I think there is the great 
this is what people don't don't get and i think actually downton helped with this is there is a great understanding the upstairs needs the downstairs as much as the downstairs needs the upstairs and you do sort of work as as one and you're probably closer don't don't, like i'm under no illusion we don't do politics but i'm under no illusions downton abbey is you know it's it's a tv program it wasn't like that like how nice they are to downstairs I, I, i can't imagine it being they weren't. They weren't mean to them because if you were mean to your staff, a your, your staff left, mm. so you wanted to keep your staff. Um, the staff were probably related to all the other staff and people in the village. You know, it was it was a small community, and you lived with them. You had to be nice to the people you lived yeah. with. Yeah, and also the, the sort of the the older so it's very deep. The older generations of that that era, you know, the, the sort of old money, quote unquote, grew up with staff and knew how to treat staff. Whereas the issues that we now get in my other job is that normally it's a sort of first generation wealth who then take on staff who don't quite know what the role is or how to treat them and that's normally when issues arise mm. if you want to help with anything you can get in touch with us we're help at sexismyboss.com or you can tweet us or send a message on Instagram at sexismyboss or you can write to William Hanson who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter to paper and address on the website sexismyboss.com or if you're living your life worry free at the moment and you're just here because you enjoy the podcast we'd love it if you could recommend help I sexed my boss to a friend and of course you can leave us a rating whether that's on Spotify new feature on Apple Podcasts or on YouTube you can go and watch some of our videos click the thumb up couple of church notices as well yep. uh, the bonus episode on Friday is going to feature the very lovely Jamie Lang and Tom Lucy who we were on their podcast recently yes we were delighted to be asked to be on Jamie Lang's private parts yep so we're going to be as so many have been before um, we're going to get them on our bonus we'll have a chat with them so make sure you listen to that on Friday and also we have still got tickets available for our tour, Lads on Tour. We're going back on tour in the summer for William Hansen Stag Do. We're going to basically take William Hansen across the UK and have a Stag Do every night in a different location, and we would love for you to come along. Do I... Check that out do on the I website. Do I have to actually go? Check that out on the website. Yes, you've got to go. It's your bloody Stag Do. Mm. Yeah. It's going to be such a laugh, Gene Divas. We'd love for you to come. So if it's somebody's birthday coming up or you just fancy booking You know somebody. I'm slightly obsessed with Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Where, how have we gone from stag well, to Kim Jong-un? To hear me out on this. You know it is rumoured that Kim Jong-un, as indeed so many dictators uh, often do, have like st- stunt doubles type things just so they can go to other things. Or if there's a security threat, you're actually not sending the actual one. Okay. Do you think I could take a leaf out of Kim Jong-un's book and have a stunt double? Do you know anybody that looks like you? We could send Joe Lycett. <laughs> Tom Allen. I don't look like Tom Allen, thank no. you very much. Uh, Mr. Hansen, it's your turn to do. I'm so excited for this. It is the return. Stand by with the jingle. It is the return of William's wacky word of the week. Come on, G and Divas, it's time to learn a new word with William and Jordan. It's William's wacky word of the week. Oh, great jingle. And the word this week is meldrop. 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 And I'll tell you the definition. After the break. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello. I'm Dave Berry, and I am fascinated by my next-door neighbour. His name is Neil Srinivasan, and he's a leading cardiologist. Since I moved to this particular part of London, Neil and I have started to become friends. Our polite greetings over the fence turned into garden barbecues and drinks down the local pub. But with unfettered access to someone with a job that is so far removed from my own, I'm desperate to find out more about his industry, one that is quite literally a matter of life and death. In Doctor Next Door, I'll be doing my utmost to learn all about Neil as a medical professional, but also Neil as a person. Because, believe it or not, even doctors have lives outside of the operating theatre. But this podcast isn't just here to feed my own curiosities. I want you to be involved in these conversations too. I can't wait to get into this, so make sure you subscribe or follow Doctor Next Door from wherever you usually get your podcasts. Oh, hang on a second. That must be the doctor next door now. Welcome back, Gene Devers. It's time for the definition, the bit you've all been waiting for, for William's wacky word of the week. Mel drop. I'm what do you sh- think it is? Is it a next door neighbour that used to go to Slimming World <laughs> with my mum? Yeah, I mean, is that I'm just sure. your answer for everything? I'm sure, I'm sure my mum had a mate called Mel drop. <laughs> um, Mel drop, is it... Somebody who's a bit dramatic? No. Somebody who can't get an erection? No. Uh, <laughs> Why are you looking at Ben? And that's Brewer's Droop, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's Brewer's Droop. <laughs> Mel Drop, now it's something that Have you... Have you not heard of Brewer's Droop? No. <laughs> Have you? Do you know what Brewer's Droop is? Well, I get the droop bit, I don't get the... <laughs> Have you not heard of it, Ben? You know when you're in pub and a mate will be like, oh yeah, I had a feud last week, I went home and we tried to have a brewer's droop. If you've had, I'm not saying it, but if you've had one too many drinks and you can't, you can't get it up. Rise to the yeah. occasion. Yeah, okay. rise to the occasion. It's called brewer's droop, isn't it? 
Gosh. Yeah. Well, how interesting. We've learnt two words today. <laughs> we got a little bit extra. There we go. So Meldrop is, and you might have had this at the time you had COVID, it's the name for that little bit of sort of mucus that's just about to fall out your nose. Oh, Meldrop. How lovely. Yes. Oh. So there we go. Should we go on to the listeners' questions? Well, before we do that... Are we ready for another jingle? You can't move for jingles on the show today. Ready for a sing song? Yes, let's do it. It's our competition time. I, I want, want the D. I need, need it now. Please, Please tell, tell me when. when. Please, Please tell, tell me how. I'm thirsty and willing and eager, you see. So come on, boys. Give me the D. Cha cha cha. Oh, there's no. Why did we not have the cha 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 version? All right. Sorry. Apologise to producer Ben right now. I'm sorry, producer Ben. For snapping at him. Gets enough of it at home with Cat and Diego. Don't need to come to work. And oh, don't cry. He's had his hair cut this week. No wonder he's crying. Mm. It looks like a cross between. Do we want a picture of his haircut? Yeah, we'll put a, we'll put a picture up for you, Gene Davis, because he looks like a cross between Sue Perkins and a member of Boyzone. When the going gets tough. The tough gets going, going, gets it. Words here ever. I can do a good morning, Keaton impression. Can you? Mm. Shall we hear it? Words here never lasting words. Something to mean to me. You think that I don't even need a single word I say. It's only words. I think Ronan Keating's lawyers are going to be in and touch. Words are all I have. <laughs> to take my heart away. He's done well for himself, Ronan. Yes, he's now presents on The One Show. And Magic Breakfast. Busy, busy. Mm. Mm. Never stops. No. Mm. Um. Anyway, back to Give Me The Tea. Uh, this is the competition where we give away a bottle of De Bonnet. It is really simple. Producer Ben will post an image on our Instagram account, at sexedmyboss, and all the rules of how to enter can be found there. And one of the commenters, hopefully you, will get a bottle of D signed. Are we going to sign it? Yeah, we'll sign it. We'll sign We we'll normally sign. only do that on a tour, but we'll... I'll do it. We'll yeah, but we'll, we'll, on this sign occasion, we'll, we'll sign, sign it. it. Listeners' questions, please, Mr. Hanson. This is from Tom Cryer-Lennon. Tom Cryer-Lennon. Is that, like, a really fancy name? Possibly. She was a crier, he was a Lennon, suddenly they're hyphenated. Oh, 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 oh! oh I keep meaning to ask you, it's in my notes. What? When you marry Mikey, what's your surname's going to be? Uh, Mountbatten, Windsor. Is it going to be William Hanson Worrell or William... Because that sounds so posh. We'll come back to this. No, 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 no. I want to do it now. Well, we may not have decided now. Have you not decided? Will it be Mikey Worrell Hanson or Mikey Hanson Worrell? (gasps) That sounds so fancy. Really? Yeah. And your daughter will be be Ebony Louise Worrell (laughs) Hanson. Tyler Worrell Hanson. Tyler, yes. This is from Tom Cryer Lennon. Why haven't you made? Have you not made your mind up yet, or do you not want to comment? I know I, I have an answer, but I'm going to tell you another time. Oh, why? I've been meaning to ask you. Go okay. on, sorry. Dear lovely boys, so this is addressed to you and me. Initially, a big thank you from my husband and I for your daily episodes throughout December. We found them excellent companions for Christmas errands. Having watched Her Majesty the Queen's Christmas speech on Christmas Day, <gasps> I she cried. Did you cry? I got proper cried. I did. I, I yeah. really, because I'm, I'm a brother and sister-in-law did. I mm. proper cried. Sorry. 
Uh, she confirmed that we will have celebrations in 2022 for her Platinum Jubilee. I wondered, what is the etiquette for congratulating a monarch on this milestone? The gut... F- well, he's put here, the gut feeing l. I think the L is a bit missing. But the gut feeling makes me think that a letter would be most appropriate, but would value your guidance. Best wishes for the new year, Tom Cryer Lennon. He's in Powys, possibly that's not how you say it, in Mid Wales. Poise. Pause. Poise. Pause. 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 Um, that's probably how you say it. <laughs> Sorry to everyone in Wales. Can you write the Queen a letter? Yes, of course you can. Can you? Yeah, you would normally address it to her private secretary as opposed to her, but you can. Uh, now, off the top of my head, and it's been a long time since I've written a Majesty a letter, but you would sign off. You don't sign off with yours faithfully or yours sincerely like you would for anyone else. Mm. The traditional etiquette, but it is a bit outdated now, is I have the honour to remain your humble and obedient servant name. But some people don't like that, so mm. you can put yours faithfully or yours um, sincerely if you desperately want to. So what's a good... Uh, thing to do for the Queen's Jubilee coming up. Well, you can you can send a letter, and of course, all letters. You know, the, what I think is wonderful about the royal household is that if you any letter that is sent, even if you send a letter going naff off, I don't like you, they will respond. Really, a bit. Uh, to be honest, a bit like this podcast. Yeah, I, I think was... we we just get a couple of letters fewer than her, her I'm going to send her a letter. I, I, I yes, you should send I'm her a letter. Send, I send her a letter and we write her, it. We'll write it together. No, and a, then I'll read it out on the podcast. Yes. A lot of people don't know this, but I am, I know, and you're all entitled to your own views, and obviously, but I am quite a big royalist. I think, you are. I think they bring in a lot for the country. I think they're great for the country. Mm, probably shouldn't be saying this at the time. I mean, most oh, of them. Most of them. <laughs> most of them. Yes. Are, yeah. The ones that still have titles. Yeah. And I think we'll the, write a letter. I do like the Queen. I think she's. I lovely. think that's a lovely idea. I'd love to give her a hug. Well, not at the moment. Do you know what I mean? She's just like a. a I just. I just. I don't think she'd appreciate that. I'd love to. I'd love to hug the Queen and Sir David Jason. Together. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just like you know, when you see David, yeah, I'd just love to give David Jason a hug. Just be like, you are a legend. Come here. Ooh, I don't his, think they'd appreciate his little head. <laughs> I don't think they'd appreciate that. Just love to kiss David Jason's little head and be like, you're a, you're a king legend, you. You 24 carat plonker. But um, I wouldn't, good reference. I wouldn't, Thank you. You wouldn't be allowed to hug the queen, would you? Does that sound it's weird? Not, it's not protocol. I just, just... I, I understand the sentiment, absolutely. Mm. But I, I think she is from a generation... I mean, you shouldn't really hug any member of the royal family, to be perfectly honest. No. Even the younger ones. Yeah. Hashtag politics. Uh, next letter, please. Will okay, uh, this is from anonymous widow. It's from oh. or an anonymous widow. Oh, hello, William Jordan and PB. Only discovered podcast recently when my husband passed away suddenly mm. and unexpectedly. I must admit that your podcast has been a lifeline in these first few months of my new normal, and has made me feel much less lonely on a, of an evening. Mm. However, I'm approaching my last twenty episodes, so naturally I need to find another way to spend my time. I've decided to download some dating apps. While I'm not looking to jump into anything serious, I would like to meet new people and see if I can find some like-minded people and then see what happens. I must admit it's passing the time quite nicely so far. I feel like I'm flicking through a catalogue of humans. I have been with my husband since I was a teenager and now I'm in my 30s. Dating apps were not a thing when I was single so I have some questions that I'm hoping you can help with. Here they are. Is it okay to swipe left just because they have a cute dog in their photos? 
Now, is swipe left yes or no? Is yeah, yes? that's fine. Don't, if they've got a cute dog, that's fine. Do it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you're a dog person. Uh, obviously, if you're hypoallergenic, you might want to reconsider. Who? Hypoallergenic. If you're allergic to dogs. I don't know. Yeah, mm. I believe so. My brother's allergic to cats. He always texts antihistamine when he goes around to my grandma's. Antihistamine? Yeah. She your mum's sister. Thank you. How long is reasonable to expect to... <laughs> That's good. Thank That's you. Really good. Uh, how long is reasonable to expect to chat in messages or on the phone before I should consider meeting someone in person? A week. Two weeks of chatting. A couple of weeks. A week. I don't know. I don't the wait. thing is, I think it's so... You've got to go with your feeling. Obviously, you don't sort of send a couple of messages and then go and meet them. I would, I would take a, a bit longer. Depends what you're looking for. Well, yeah. I, I suspect... Not yeah. that. Mm. I suspect emotionally we want to actually make a connection with somebody yeah. first. Um, but yeah, go, I, I think a week minimum is is absolutely fine. But go on, go on, gut feeling. Should I tell them immediately that my husband died, or should I save it for in person or somewhere in the middle? Oh, that's a tricky. How would you? It again, just judge it on the time and the day. Hmm. That that might even come up. Also, sorry about your loss, and thank you for getting in touch. And thank you for your lovely words. Um, but that might just come up naturally in a conversation. You know, like, oh, have you had a partner? You could say, oh, well, my partner, yeah. I think you, look, I mean, I I haven't been in your situation, so I I can't give you exactly sort of golden advice, but I'm trying to think what would happen if I were on a date with somebody and they then told me that their partner had died. It is relevant, and it's it's an absolute part of of sort of the backstory and the colour, but I probably wouldn't say on a first date, personally. Mm. I would sort of stick to the here and now. It's the same as mentioning exes. If you've had, whether if they're dead or alive, if you've had a particularly awful ex or an awful relationship or, or, you know, there's baggage that you need to obviously alert your potential new partner to, that probably shouldn't be done on a first date, in my opinion. Okay. That comes later. Because also, it may not get beyond the first date. Yeah. Just my opinion. Next question from Anonymous Widow. And after how many dates is it acceptable to sleep with someone? The... Yeah. Just in case you're wondering when the time comes... I just... Hang on, this letter has taken such a turn. Go on. I can't read that. Go on, what does he say? Anonymous Widow, you've gone from writing a really heartfelt letter to... I'm a little bit disgusted with you. What does he say? I'm on bloody tenterhooks here. And after how many dates is it acceptable to sleep with someone? Just in case you're wondering when the time comes, my bush will be trimmed. (laughs) Not waxed or shaved. That's far too much hassle. Okay. Um, so, I, the, isn't the old rule three dates and then that's what they say, but it's 2022. If you, do you know what? If you're having a good night and you, you're with someone and you're sexually attracted to them and it's all a... Yeah, just go for it. I don't think you can put... If, if, it's, if it's three dates, if it's one date, if it's ten dates, if it's 15 dates, again... It's, My how, advice how, would be how, how not on the feel? first... I, I don't know. I know many people, a good few people, who have slept together on the first day or after a night out and they're still together now, married mm. and stuff like that. So it's all a bit of a myth, isn't it? Again, I think it depends on how you feel Yeah. each date. Take each date as it comes, as it were. Lots of love. It sounds like you're going to do that anyway. Lots of love, Anonymous Widow. Thank you, Anonymous Widow, and be careful when you're trimming your bush. <laughs> Ben's just said in, in my ear, have you ever waxed your pubes? I, yeah. You can get, I keep, this. what, do you keep getting that advertisement for one where 
Advertisement. Advert- I hate it when people say advertisement. It's not. Ad- don't say it as it's written. This there's is English, okay? Nothing makes any sense. Other lads advertisement. The one. There's one, and I keep. There's one where it's basically for your balls, right? Why am I speaking if my grandma's in really? I think they've sponsored us before. Oh, they have, haven't they? Yeah. Did we never got sent one out? Did we? Did you get sent one? Have you got one, Ben? I've been after one of them for ages. What's the brand? And basically, on the video, they show it shaving a balloon. That's how. On a coconut. Oh. Do you use it? I mean, if it's the size of a balloon, you need to see a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> do, do I want it? <laughs> How much? <laughs> Sell that on eBay. G&D, bro. Any G&D listening that wants... The same as the sad thing as there would be. <laughs> that wants Ben's used pube shaver, do get in touch. Is it, is it any good? What's the brand called? Manscaped. Is it Manscaped? I, I might have a look into that. Yeah. Not worse than doing it with lech. I don't want to talk about. Just yeah. Do you shave? Yeah. I mean, there is, there is, there is. An, I know I share quite a lot on this podcast, <laughs> but there is a limit, and I feel we're at it. Okay. Okay. So that's a yes. Now we've got a letter here from another Tom. This is from Tom Green in Birmingham. I know Tom Green. I don't think it's that Tom Green. Okay. Um, it it it's a lovely oh, typed letter. Look at that. I'll just. It's a lovely typed letter, but only signed by hand. So, Tom, Mr. Tom Green, if you're listening, I haven't actually replied by hand because we do say if you send a handwritten letter. So this is typed. Okay. Yeah. It's beautifully formatted. I love it, but it's not handwritten. From the desk of Tom Green. Oh, what we just. That's so fancy. It's very, very smart. It's nice paper, that. Yes, good thick paper. Is that what it's meant to be on? Yeah, good, qual- good quality. Okay, read it. Dear William and Jordan, Upon a recent visit to my local barber shop, a predicament popped up on which I would value your input. By way of context, I recently moved house, and so whilst this was not a place that I had previously visited, it had come recommended to me. It was one of the trendy East London type barbershops, the kind of establishment where beer and whiskey is served while you wait and everyone has the general demeanour of producer Ben. (laughs) I know the type. After a short wait, I was called to the chair and following the formalities of what are you having today and would you like your hair washed, the haircut began and proceeded in the expected manner. That is, until I felt the barber's erection pressing into my arm as he's clipping the sides. Jesus Christ. I'm all, <laughs> I'm all for the personal touch, but this isn't what I had in mind. I understand that an occasional brush past may occur, and I also appreciate men aren't always in control of when these moments arise. But this felt deliberate, and it would be good to hear your advice on if and how to address this. Yours sincerely, Tom. P.S. The haircut was lovely. I mean... Well, I mean, it's normally you that tips the hairdresser, not the other way around. My worry is, if he's doing it to Tom, how many people's he doing it to? Yeah, I mean... It's not okay, is it's it? It's not okay. It's... If he did it deliberately, it's not okay. It's hard to tell from this whether this was... You do, like... There is the odd occasion... Because it... where you are, it can brush against you. I'm sorry? Like, when you're getting your hair cut, on the odd occasion, it does happen. It does happen, like, briefly. It's like, where they... Thankfully, my hairdresser is a woman. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> but... It's just uh, just how it is, but not like over the rubbing the stiff stiffy. I've not said that. 
Sniffy! <laughs> I mean, it's not that funny. Sniffy! <laughs> I've not said Sniffy. <laughs> Sorry, Tom's been abused here, and I'm laughing at Sniffy. <laughs> It's all right. Calm down. <laughs> but I'm sorry, Gene Davis. I'm so much. I don't think I've heard Stiffy since school. <laughs> oh, Stiffy has reduced you to tears. <laughs> Stiffy. <laughs> Do you need a minute? Yes. Oh, oh sorry. Do we still say Stiffy these days? No. <laughs> Stiffy. Please don't bring this sort of lower middle class humour to my dinner party. <laughs> yeah, in, in, look, Tom, in a nutshell, uh, not okay for him to be rubbing his Stiffy up against you during a haircut, so... Yeah. I would maybe find another salon. Yeah. If it was a semi lobon, it won't be as bad. <laughs> semi lobon! <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Play School. I mean, if it was a semi lobon, it won't be as bad, but full on, yeah. Stiffy's not good. <laughs> no. I can only apologise for my immaturity. Do you think I'll ever grow up? I'm 32 next month. 30, oh my god, not long left. Oh, 32 years old and laughing at the word stiffy. Not the fact that you're laughing at my own use of the word stiffy. At least you make yourself laugh. (sighs) Is that it? No, we've got just some very quick ones that came into us via Instagram. Okay. Producer Ben did one of those boxes. So here are some of the ones that were sent in. Have you ever been so drunk you pissed in one of your one night stand shoes? No, but my dad did wee in our toy box once after a mess do. In the toy box? Yeah, my mum went and she battered him. He'd come home, he'd been out with me on Cleon. They'd been at a mess do, so they'd been in the sergeant's mess all day and night. Come home at two in the morning, just peeing in the corner in the toy box. Yeah. Right. Thought it was toilet. Okay. He's done it in wardrobe before now as well. In his younger days. Yeah. Have you? No, because I haven't had a one night stand. I've... Yeah. Okay. And also, I'm... no, I wouldn't do that anyway. It's easily done. It's, easily it's not done. easily it done. It is. I did it in Bateson's room when I was about 21. In whose? Chris Bateson's room. Why were you in Chris Bateson's I'd, room? I, would, I fell asleep on his sofa. We'd had a party at his. Oh, I don't really want to go into this. And I thought, I, got, I was half done. Yeah, anyway, I've worked the rest out. How do I tell my boyfriend he has smegma? Now, what is smegma? Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Is Smex. That's the domestic appliance brand. <laughs> I've always said this, and I. This. I am very much aware. This podcast is going to ruin both our careers. Smegma. Do you not know what Smegma is? Her boyfriend's got a. He's got a cheesy knob. Oh. Ugh. Communication is very important in relationships. Yeah. Maybe. I think. Yeah. Wash and dry. That's my... Oh, God. I secretly have a crush on producer Ben. And so does my mum. Oh. You could imagine... 
No, I can't say that. No, I can't say that. I can't say that. I can't, I can't say that. I, no, draw, I know what I you draw, were going to say. I, I draw the line there. That, that, you know. He's delighted. Mm. Right, well, I think that's the end of this episode. Yes, I think we've, we've, we've very um, much peaked. We've peaked. I got silly and... Um, you got very giggly over a stiffy. Yes. <laughs> Please don't embarrass yourself at dinner. I've got some really nice friends coming, okay? I, you know, I think they're going to well, like... You know what? We've known each other for 10, 15 years now. Yeah, but they're really intelligent. Not 15, 10 years. Oh, cheers! <laughs> That's not what I mean. But you're intelligent in a different way. So basically you're saying, come to my house on Sunday, but don't mention the word stiffy. Can you bring the Jordan that reads like really meaty books, not the Jordan that laughs at stiffies? Okay. Certainly not for the first two courses. Let them have a drink first. I... I can't, I can you know what I'm like, I giggle like a, stiffy's a freaking great word, yeah. What would you do if at my, well, if at my dinner parties I'm serving you something, you know, I'm putting the soup down from behind you, and I just sort of lean into <laughs> Where the, where's this going? With a, <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> If you need a gentle reminder uh, that if you want our help with something, then you can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexwithmyboss.com. You can send us a tweet or a message on Instagram. That's at sexwithmyboss.com. Or like we said before, you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter in the paper. The address is on the website, sexwithmyboss.com. Tickets are available on there as well for our tour that's coming up. William Hanson Stag Do, lads on tour. Jordan, I will see you, potentially. I mean, you've got form. Hopefully I'll see you at dinner. Okay, there is a global pandemic on, and you never know what's going <laughs> Oh, here we go. Setting the groundwork already. Thank you. And I'll see you also next week. <laughs> Stiffy. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello g and we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. 
Go to sexatmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexatmyboss.com slash cinema.